Welcome to the Monopoly Life podcast. Um, it's Sergio Hernandez and me, Omar Martinez. Uh, this episode, we're going to be discussing credit, the importance of credit, why we need credit, how credit works. And I got on this topic because I was thinking about when I was growing up and trying to get credit, and I remember I couldn't get credit for the life of me. <laughs> Serious, man. I, I applied everywhere everywhere and every time i got turned down and i without even the people telling me that i knew that i got turned down what were you there i was 18 and i didn't know nothing about credit it's not like now where you could just go on youtube put information and it tells you how to actually build credit back then we're talking about in the 90s like early nine no, yeah mid 90s you, you just you just went and did shit and figured it out later mm. you know and uh finally somebody said well listen man you applied a lot of times why don't you just get a secured credit card? And that's how I started my credit history. I ended up getting a secured credit card, messed that up all crazy, maxed it out, over limit fees, paying interest every single month. You know, <laughs> it was crazy, man. Until, you know, I got some I got some help, and I don't even know from who. I don't remember, I should say, I don't remember who. And they said, hey man, you gotta stop paying over the limit. You have to, number one, stop maxing, maxing out your credit cards. Stop going over the limit and try to pay them off monthly. So once I did that, things got a lot easier, you know? And then I got an unsecured credit card, you know, and then I started managing my credit better. And I remember when I first bought my first home, I remember sitting back and I'm like, man, this was way easier than getting my first credit card. And at that point it was a $376,000 purchase, <laughs> you know? And I figured, why was it easier? Why? Because I had credit. Yeah. You know, and for those of you that don't know, credit and your credit scores are based on what the what the main major credit bureaus think it's your ability of paying everything back, right? Uh, FICO scores should range anywhere between 300 to 850 50, uh, points. Nice. Obviously, the higher the FICO score, the better the rate, the easier it is going to be for you to qualify, and you're going to pay less overall in anything you buy. A lot less. A lot. Every category. And everything, loans, loans, everything. Your life is going to be a lot easier when you have better credit. Way easier. Even and somebody can have a you know. Sorry to interrupt you. No, go but somebody could have great credit, right, and be broke. You know, um, you know that's what's crazy about it. Somebody can have great credit and they be broke because, but they're paying their bills on time. Yeah. And credit card companies will give them, um, you know, give them new credit and revolving mm -hmm. credit. Right. But they're making their payments on time, so. You know, it, it, it's a double-edged sword. It could work against you, but it also has a lot of pluses, a lot more pluses than it has minuses, as long as you manage well. Again, it comes down to managing. Absolutely. And, you know, what, what Sergio said is actually how they grade your credit. Do you pay it back? How do you use it? So let's say that you have, you know, five credit cards that are $2,000 a piece, and you pay every single one of them off every single month. That looks great. As opposed to somebody that has $1,500 on each one, pays the minimum each month, unfortunately, your credit's not going to be as good as a person that pays it off every single month. Why? A couple different reasons. Number one, there's algorithms now that notice how much you pay, right? So they could tell that you're not paying it off and you're paying interest every single month. The next thing is your credit card utilization rate. So how much of your credit card amount that you have afforded to you do you use? So you have $10,000 in uh, credit card limits, but you use 90% of it, that's pretty bad. That means you have $9,000 of debt on those $10,000 as okay. opposed to somebody that 
keeps it under 35%, which is ideal, is going to have a better credit score than you are also. Even though you're making your payments on time. That's crazy. Exactly. You could be making your payments all on time, but if you're utilizing, just to your point, uh, your, your utilization's 80 plus percent. I mean, your credit score is going to be bad. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so that, that's the biggest thing. And, you know, I sit back and I realize, man, I can't believe it was so much easier. But again, it's all how you use your credit. You know, some people don't believe in it, but everybody that I know that buys houses, how do they do it? They put minimal down. If they're investments, they put, you know, 20% down and they get credit from the bank. How do they get credit? Because they have good FICO scores. They have good credit. But it all depends on how do you use it. And that's the biggest thing. I think a lot of people don't know how to use the credit cards. You know, some people are dead set not to get them. But you actually need them. Because if you think about it, you need credit for everything. Everything. You want a cell phone? What happens? They run your credit. You know? You want a school loan? They run your credit. You want a credit card? They run your credit. You want to move out? You want to get your own apartment? Guess what? They're going to run your credit. You want a great job? Guess what they're going to do? They're going to run your credit. So in every facet of your life, your credit is important. You know, so that's why it's so important to take care of it. And just make your payments on time. If you could make more than a minimum payment, that'd be fantastic. Keep your credit card utilization rate under 35% and stop running your credit to get 10% or 20% off at Home Depot, all right? Everybody says, oh, I'm going to get 10% off, 20% off. Who cares? It's probably going to ruin your credit more than it's help you. Yeah, we've, I mean, we saw it many times in our customers, you know, where they get that that credit card for that 20% off during the holidays, yeah. and they totally forget to pay off the $200 debt, and, you know, and they had, you know, other credit cards they could have used, mm -hmm. but they just forgot about that Kohl's. They forgot about that department store credit. And they missed their payment all of a sudden and dropped their credit scores 100 points for the for the short term, but still affects it. And there goes your 20% savings, yeah. brother. <laughs> so, yeah, just be careful. If you're not going to use that credit card, you know, more than just that one once or twice, it's not even worth getting it. I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that also hurts your credit, and, you know, I, I actually was at fault of this. I was mad because I felt like I paid the in, I paid off the balance before it was due. And I went down and I closed a credit card. That also hurts you closing accounts. If you don't want to do business with that bank, that's fine. Just cut up that credit card and put it away. Don't close your account. It actually hurts you. And the reason why is because the overall credit line that you have uh, at your disposal goes down, which is going to affect your credit. Your availability credit goes down, so exactly. therefore it affects your credit scores. And also what affects your credit is you know, how long you've had that account. So if you've had an account since you were 18, don't close that credit card. Not at all. You know, because that affects, you know, the, the the way they calculate a credit score because you've had that credit card for so long. Absolutely. And another thing is now I look about it, I look back and I'm like, well, how could I help myself out? I could have just been added as a co-signer. Yeah. To either my mom's card, my dad's card, some somebody's card. To establish. To establish credit. Yeah. You know, and it would have been a lot easier uh, for me to test run my abilities of managing credit, having somebody seeing it, uh, overseeing it, um, and obviously somebody telling me not to apply at every place I went to. Yeah. But, but that's a different age, right? Different age, we have, man. We have access to a lot more information out there now. What would you tell somebody that's, you know, just turned 18 and they're looking to establish their credit? What would you tell that person today what they should be doing? You know what? I, I feel like it just depends on the household that they were raised in. Because everybody treats 
Some people talk about financial literacy. Some people don't. Well, most don't. Most don't, yeah. unfortunately, right? Um, I would tell them, you know what? Um, that's a good question, actually. What would I tell them? You know, I think if I would talk to their parents first, to be honest, I've, I talk to their parents and find out if their parents have good credit or not. And that's going to tell you, hey, this is what I need to do not to do that, or this is what I need to do to follow the footsteps of your parents. And if your parents have good credit, take their advice and see if maybe they could put you on one of their credit cards. That way they could teach you how to manage it. I'm not sure that the conversation's going to go well. <laughs> hey, mom and dad, do you have good credit? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If they don't have good credit, they're probably not going to answer you. No, but you know what? They could Hopefully the parents would be have the tough conversation and say, hey, this is what you shouldn't do. Yeah. You know? And These are the mistakes I've made. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Believe it or not, that's going to be valuable information that you're going to get from your family members. But that's what I would do. You yeah. know? And if you want to establish credit, that's the way I would do it. The other way, I know nowadays you hear these small department stores, but I remember <laughs> when I used to work at the bank, everybody used to say, just go to the, the, the joyeria down the street. They'll get you credit. They finance anybody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then they come back and like, yeah, they give me this statement. Hey, how do I pay this online? And I look at it. I'm like, damn, of course they're going to give you credit. They're charging you 45%. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they'll give anybody credit. Uh, but uh, I think, I think uh, personally, I think I'd start off with some with uh, getting a, a credit off, an authorized credit card from one of my family members. Yeah, yeah. I guess to the to your point, I mean, they could learn I, a lot from people that either have good credit or bad credit because you're going to learn what not to do and, and what, to do. what to do. But I think the best thing probably be for you to answer that because you you have grown girls that actually are in that stage. What are you doing to help them out, I guess? You know, I just set them up with um, their own accounts as far as helping them establish their own checking account and what have you. And then um, Clarissa, my oldest, applied for a credit card. She got approved. Uh, wow, congratulations, Clarissa. Yeah. So she was just kind of doing it on her own, honestly. She would just ask me pointers here and there. Right, right. Uh, but I didn't really have that conversation with them, really? to be honest. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, I think, like I said, it, in today's day and age, I think there's just a lot more information out there that will help mm. people, you know. And sometimes people listen to it and sometimes don't. But I think we're just kind of there as a sounding board to make sure they're on the right path, right? Mm. Because if we try to teach them every single thing, they don't listen to anything. Just uh, been there down that road. So, uh, that's that, you know, I can't take any credit for her. She's done it all on her own. So super proud of her. Yeah. Well, I think she had some good, uh, some good leadership in the household. Yeah. Brother, yeah. You know? Cool. Well, listen, um, I think that's it. Yeah, no, hopefully if you guys have any questions, reach out to us. Um, but there is a lot of information out on, on the internet about, you know, keeping your credit as, but it is important, especially when it comes to financing a home. Sometimes, it could make the difference of you getting that home you want or not even getting approved. And sometimes if you spend an extra, you know, it could cost you an extra buying power of like forty, fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars of buying power that you normally wouldn't do at a certain credit score or not getting approved at all. You yeah. know, it could make a big difference. Absolutely. And um, like I mentioned, it, it works on all across the board. You're always gonna pay less when you have a higher credit score, regardless, whether it's a car loan any kind of credit that you're going to need in the future. And you will need credit even to turn on the lights they're going to ask you for your credit. Um, they're going to run your credit. Most of the utility companies are going to run your credit. If you don't have credit or you don't have good credit, they're going to ask you for a bigger security deposit. Mm -hmm. So again, take it serious. Uh, don't mess around with it. 
because it could cost you thousands of dollars later that, that it's going to amount over a lifetime. <laughs> Absolutely. Great point, Sergio. Hey, listen, thank you guys for joining the Monopoly Life podcast. Thank you, and I hope you folks have a blessed day. Have a good one. Bye. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Monopoly Life. Hopefully you found some value in the show, and please share with anybody that might need to hear this. If you could leave us a review, we would be greatly appreciative of how we're doing and any ideas that you guys would like to listen to, please share. Thank you again.